Adventist Radio London, inspiration for the soul. Adventist Radio London.
searching for someone who could wipe my tears City of London, I see you back on the other side. Here we go. Yeah. 
Franklin was trying to get in my stuff. I have to cut him off there. Good morning, everybody. It is the Ray of Hope Show here in Adventist Radio London. Um, with me on my virtual studio is, um, I'm going to leave Shane for last because he, he, he going to make some noise and upset everybody on the radio. They're going to wake up groggy and everything else. So let's go. Let's go to Kim. Kim, good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, say it again. Let me just check your mic level. Say good morning for me. Okay, good. Let's try this one now. Good morning. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, and use your use your street voice. You know, what I mean, don't 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 try and be nice because you're on the radio. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Act like you're in the middle of Shepherd's Bush somewhere. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and give it give it what you got. Amen. Well, good morning to you. Um, good to have good to have you back on with us. I'll be my, my, my natural self. Yeah. Okay, you you are breaking up. I'm not sure why, but your 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 connection isn't stable. So you're gonna have okay. to do something on oh. that side to help us with that. All right, um, Shane. Good morning to you. 
Hi, good morning, London. Shane is in the building this morning. <laughs> you know what, this guy, we going baptize. We going baptize Shane, man. We going baptize Shane. Shane, you know what, man? I, I, I before I go any further, I need to pray. But before I go any further, let me say this. Um, I hope you are. You know, I know you teach a Sabbath school in in California. Um, to the folk. Um, mm-hmm. But I hope you're teaching the right Sabbath school because there's a lot of issues I'm finding with the Sabbath school. Um, so I, I need to find out what you're teaching the folk over there because, um, you know, yeah, okay, that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's so a, I don't know what's going on there. A, so a lot of heavy discussions. I'll leave that one outside the Austin. A lot of heavy discussions. I even heard it on the previous show about stewardship. And okay. uh, all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot going on. A lot going on there. If you're if you're um on Adventist Radio London, um, and you would like to see what we look like, um, you can get us on YouTube, the Ray of Hope Show, and I think it's number fourteen, Shane or thirteen. Um, you can thirteen, thirteen, and uh, you can definitely look and see. You can post questions and comments. You can do all of those things there for the show. Um. Uh, and if you do want to be a further part of the show, you can text us on 8228, write the word hope, uh-huh, 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 and then your message. And then, of course, uh, you can email studio at adventistradio.london, and that will come directly to us. All right? Any one of those mediums can get us. Uh, we got a special guest in the house today, and uh, he's going to be talking. <laughs> he's going to be talking. He does it best. There isn't too much like him in this country anyway. And um, so we're glad to have him. And let me say this, man. When you get someone of this quality on, you just got to let them go. You can't afford to be stopping in between and all kind of stuff. So we're just going to let him rip. And uh, and then we're going to... Um, Kim... Um, Shane and I, um, we'll, we'll, wherever we, we, we feel necessary, we'll interject. But let me just say before, um, let me just pray and then we'll go. Father, in Jesus' name, we just want to thank you for all that you've done and who you are. Bless our program today, particularly the words coming from Clarence Jackson. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, um, Kim, you, you had a time with your children yesterday. The last time we were with you, you were, went to meet your daughter and um, what a wonderful testimony that was. Um, how was the meeting with all of your children? Oh, wow. It was amazing. All I can say is God is good. Um, it was it was surprising as well. Um, the initial meeting, um, they all got together and they were just, the, the smiles. I could see heaven on earth. It was amazing Amen. to see them yeah, all together. Amen. 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 So we're glad that that that's moving forward. Amen. And we'll continue to pray for you and your family (laughs) in Jesus name. Well, it's Maverick City Music uh, featuring Kirk Franklin. We'll do this. And back on the other side, we'll introduce our guest. It's Sunday morning. It is. I was going to say a sunny Sunday morning, but uh, the show is called the Ray of Hope show. So it is always sunshine. Amen. Um, And uh, and we on Adventist Radio London. Get ready for the ride, brethren. Wake up every young person in your house. Wake up every parent that's still asleep, young person. Um, Turn the radio up loud so that the whole neighborhood can hear. Uh, After this, we got Bishop Clarence Jackson, the preposition man. 
in the house. Amen. And uh, he going to talk to give us some nuggets as we go on our journey. And he's looking fresh this morning. Got a haircut, got everything going on. His beard, you know, his beard like, like a Moses beard normally. The children at school, they say, man, he got a Moses beard. Amen. But uh, hopefully he, him and Moses will be in the same place when Jesus comes. Amen. Amen. Let's do this back on the other side. This is a bit beaty for some of y'all, but it's all right. Let's stay with it. We bless, we bless, we bless. We bless. 
Wow. Like the folks say in, in, in California, yippee-yo, yippee-yay, right? <laughs> um, Shane, I, before I introduce Clarence or get him on the microphone, I didn't ask you how you were doing, man. You know, we can't start the show without finding out what Shane is doing and how he's doing and, and, and how things are going in your neck of the woods. Talk to us. Um, I'm, I'm all right. Um, you know, life, life is all right. I'm blessed. I'm alive. I'm glad to be here. And, um, this, this past week was, what can I say? Um, it, it was interesting, in, interesting in, in the sense that, um, a lot of things you learn life lessons, mm -hmm. um, you know, you have life lessons along the way, uh, regarding with patience and, you know, especially when you're driving on the road, you know, for, for us Christians, it can be a little challenging when your, your, your Christianity, Christianity is put, put to the, the test, test when you're driving. <laughs> your, your Christianity can put to the test when you're driving. And um, it's a case where, you know, you got to hold thing back and, and say a sharp prayer and say, Lord, take the wheel. Amen. You know, because um, they have people that can do some crazy things on the road yeah, yeah. that drive you nuts. Yeah. So, so um, it develops uh, your 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 other side of patience. The other side of patience um, gets developed when you're driving on the road. So, um, so that was um, a bit of a learning learning more on how to be patient as a Christian as I drive on the road when people do some crazy stuff. Mm -hmm while you're driving. So um, okay. that was pretty much the highlight of my week. Okay. okay. Sure. So your, your week was all about driving, boy. You know, I, I, listen, man, I don't get mad with folk anymore when I drive, brethren. I just pray for them. I just say a prayer, that's all. Because I used to get mad and, and, and get, you know, but now, man, now I'm just like, you know what, Lord, I don't know what they're going through. In Jesus' name, take them to their destination safely. Amen. Um, I, I know Kim, Kim, Kim is, a, is a driver on the road. And uh, Kim, you know, I'm, I'm not a fat, no, let me not say that, I'm on air. Um, but some lady drivers uh, uh, um, teach us patience, like Shane was saying, on the road. Amen. Um, but I know you're not one of those. Amen. Amen. No. Um, <laughs> definitely not. Um, sometimes it's the same as Shane. I'll get very stressed, um, especially overtaking. They come so close mm -hmm. and they're putting everyone's life at risk. Mm -hmm. Oh God, yeah, that's definitely a hard one. And just pray for mercy, Lord, mercy. Yeah. <laughs> amen. amen, amen, amen. Well, guys, I said with us is Dr. Clarence Jackson, the bishop, um, the preacher, the spoken word artist, um, the husband of one wife, amen, father of two, amen. And, um, and let me say this, man, you know, I, I don't care what you tell me. Uh, Clarence, when you speak to parents like you do and i know you talk to children all day long uh, young people um you know um there is something about a man that is a father that gives uh, that validates what you say yes i'm saying so 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 i i, I don't know I, it's just one of them things to me um that i like to hear what people have to say and i think a lot of people have good things to say but when you are a father and you're speaking to fathers and and when you're a husband and you're speaking to 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 wives and, and, and you know, there is something of credibility um, that says, OK, man is in the mix. He's he's, he's understanding some of the plights, at least. Um, uh, but on top of that, the fact that I know, Clarence, that you 
deal with young people on a daily, you know, I mean, it's like <laughs> consistently and always have a word, always have a situation and, and to see the responses of these young people lets me know, man, that this is not a job. This is a vocation. This is um, not an occupation. This is a way of life. And, uh, and you will not know how many um, crowns, like Ellen White says, you have <laughs> until you get to the kingdom. And even then, you know, you, you won't have it. You won't know. The bottom line is, is that we are not saving people uh, necessarily for the kingdom. And you may think that's weird. But we, we, we want people to enjoy life here, you know, here. They will get there, um, but we need, because uh, there's so much unhappiness and so much um, issues in the home. Um, parents are scared of children. Children are scared of parents. But on the flip side, uh, more uh, black boys are graduating from uni uh, than ever before in this country. Um, and a lot of them are in the profession of doctors and, and, and um, business, uh, business degrees and that psychologists and those kind of things. So um, there is that move. Now, it's still a very small percentage, <laughs> but there is that move. So there is joy and there is pain. Yeah. Um, Clarence, you're going to have to help us uh, understand how we bridge that gap or how we have joy consistently. So, um, guys, say good morning to Clarence Jackson. Good morning, good morning. Um, I want to say a grand morning to everyone online, everyone on YouTube, everyone all over the world. Um, it's time for us to do something great with our lives. As you know, I'm CJ, Clarence Jackson, a.k.a. The Proposition Man. And today I just want to talk about the joys and the pain of mentoring young black boys. So for the past 16 years, I've been a mentor to young boys in schools and alternative provisions going into their homes. And today I just want to share from their perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, many a times we read, many a times we hear from the parents, but today I just want to share some of the experiences of working with these young boys. And it's not necessarily only them, but also about the girls who are being impacted by um, their actions and inactions and also to share some points with the parents. So um, one of the things that I've noticed over the years is that um, boys want to talk. And mm. I'll say that again, boys want to talk in spite of what you may think. Uh, yeah, boys I, I, want to talk. I was going to say that. I was yeah, going to say that. Boys want to talk. Because we always say the opposite. Yeah. yeah. That they don't want to talk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but we have to create the right environment. Yeah. Um, we have to create an atmosphere of trust. And it takes long to earn their trust. Mm. Um, it takes long to earn their trust. And I realize that some parents don't even earn the trust of their own children. Mm. And one of the examples I'll share is that a young man came to me once and he said to me, Sir, do you think I'm dumb? Wow. And I thought it was a joke. Mm. So I said, what do you mean? He said, Sir, do you think I'm dumb? And I said, why would you ask me that question? He said, because... My teacher said that I'm dumb. God mercy. And that began a conversation. So what happened? He trusted this teacher so much that anything this teacher said to him, he believed. But somehow he bought into the idea that he was dumb. And no matter how I tried to encourage him about him being gifted and talented and he's blessed, it was very difficult for him to process that because 
I haven't yet mm -hmm. developed that trust with him for him to believe what I say. Mm -hmm. So I realize that what is happening for some of these boys is that they've been told that they are dumb, they're good for nothing, um, they won't make it, why don't you go into sports? So the, the, the school system, I find that it limits their abilities yes. and limit their, their belief in themselves. And as a result, some parents also buy into the notion of the teachers or the school perception of their own sons. And that is one of the things that worries me a lot. So I want to say to the parents out there that home is the first school. Mm. Home is the first school. Yeah. And um, one of the difficulties I've found with some of the parents mm -hmm. is that they themselves reinforce the ideas that their son is not good enough, you're worthless like your father, um, you know, so sometimes parents, what you say, even though you apologized yesterday, the impact can last forever. Yes. And um, yes. It's, it's one of the things that I have to deal with as a mentor when it comes to some of these boys. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes the parents pretend when they're around teachers that they believe in their son. <laughs> but the truth be told, when there's an argument at home, some of the things that the son said that you said. Yeah. And um, it hurts. And it's so painful that they resent you so much so that when you say well done they don't believe you because when you are angry and you say to them um get out of my house you this mm -hmm. and you that mm -hmm. you say it with such energy with such force with such passion that it sinks into their soul yes and mm -hmm. so they go to school and then the people who believe in them they don't trust them yeah because the very person who says that i love you is the person who's saying that you're worthless and you're not good mm -hmm. enough so um, that's something that I've I had to deal with for the past 16 years, Boy. trying to undo some of the harsh reality of home. Mm -hmm. now, now, hold on one second, Glenn, because I, I, we need to, we need to, this is serious, what you just said. Mm -hmm. uh, Kim, I don't know how old your children are. Um, oh, it's serious. I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> but but, 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 but I, I'm, I'm just saying, man, that as parents... We mm. say things to our children that if mm -hmm. any other person said it, we would go mad. Mm -hmm. Right. We say it. Yeah. Right. And, you know, mm -hmm. at 13, 14, you want to throw the children out. Mm -hmm. You want to tell them they're just like their waste man daddy. Yeah. Um, everything you start throwing at these children. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, the child isn't old enough yeah. to decipher mm -hmm. the whole process. So they're thrown into depression, anger, yeah. and all those kind of things. Yeah. And, and that's, 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 that's what you're saying. Yeah, because um, one of the things I've noticed, Shane, that some of these boys I work with, they're teenagers, like from 13. I work with 80-year-olds as well. And some of them, they're 13, 14, 15. And to me, they're carrying like 40 years worth of anger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes I bear the brunt of that anger. For the mm -hmm. past... How many years I've been subjected to the outbursts, I've been called names, I've been physically attacked, verbally abused. Mm -hmm. And then I have to learn to look beyond the anger to see that boy who stored all that pain in his heart. Mm -hmm. And um, it was while working in A&E uh, for, for a few weeks, I realized that some of these young people, they don't know how to express their pain, so yeah. they keep yeah. it. And then I found that love, love has a way of opening their heart. And when they do open their heart, it's the, it's the graveyard. I call it the graveyard mm -hmm. or the coffin that opens. And then it's the anger, it's the frustration, it's the bitterness. 
um, is, is there. And if we're not able to handle it, we can actually cause more pain. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I realized that some of these boys, they're carrying, they're carrying so much anger. Mm-hmm. And then they're diagnosed with different diagnoses. Yeah. 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 But what happened is for them to talk, they need therapy. Because some people say they're too young for therapy, but they, they need it. They need it. And so bad that in the future, some of them, if they're not careful, they end up being abusive. Yeah. Um, because yeah. some of them have girlfriends and the mm-hmm. way they treat them, mm-hmm. um, they fight a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the first reaction to any danger is to fight. Yeah. And you'll be amazed that some of these boys are also in church. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. They're in church, man. Yeah. In church, but you know, Clarence, uh, you make this point here, uh, and and uh, I don't know what it's like in, where you are in Barbados, Shane, but here in the UK, um, church and school and everything, there is no difference yeah. in the way the children behave. So if in yeah. church, you know, you, you 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 go to a young man and you say, you know, you make a gesture, you know, pull up your pants or whatever, yeah, yeah. expect a fight coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Expect some kind of aggro <laughs> coming back. And like, like Clarence said, um, you know, he bears the brunt because he's the one that's in front of them yeah. and kind of challenging some of these behaviors. And, um, and it's real stuff. I mean, these, I mean... <laughs> Boy, you know, one guy was saying that maybe we should wear, uh, you know, bulletproof vests yeah. because you never know where these guys are going to come from yeah. uh, in these situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Clarence, the the the, the home, mm-hmm. um, the anger, um, and I don't know if it's if, if it's just me, but most of these homes are single parents homes. Yeah, um, yeah. ninety. Yeah. I would say ninety-five percent of the boys I work with are from single parent homes. Wow. Mm-hmm. At least ninety-five. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. And what happened mm-hmm. in these situation? The the mom will have a view of home, mm-hmm. but the son has a different view. Mm. So, for example, when dad left, or him not knowing who dad is, mm-hmm. mom has a sometimes mom gives solutions that don't work. Yeah. So, um, especially like so, dad left son didn't know why he left how he left he just disappeared Mm -hmm. so what happened there's a void yeah and there's a lot of questions Mm -hmm. and mom is not willing to answer Mm -hmm. and there are times when you find that there's fighting in the home fighting over the son and that can cause emotional mental damage Mm -hmm. so there are times when um they will come to school and they're very angry in the morning yeah and you will know that it has nothing to do with school it right. has nothing to do with my session. Right. It has to do from home. Oh, 100%. And then what you find is that sometimes a lot of things are hidden from them. And because it's hidden, they become very angry. Mm-hmm. So there are some parents who don't think that the son deserves the respect of a proper conversation yeah. Yeah. about what's yeah. happening and how to yeah. go forward. Yeah. So he's just left in limbo. Mm-hmm. And then there are times there's an identity crisis because mm-hmm. he never knew his dad. But then he's been told, you're just like your father. Yeah. So that creates confusion because who is this man? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it so happened as well that what a lot of fathers don't recognize is that um, I had boys who will say to me that um, their dad will put their other children's picture on his WhatsApp, mm. but never seem to have his picture. His picture. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. we don't know how these boys are dealing with rejection. Mm-hmm. Big word. Big so word. they're so used to being rejected that they shun acceptance. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's one of the most difficult thing for me when they would ask me, why are you doing this? Because they, they in their mind is so used to social workers. They're so yeah. used to mom not being home because of work. And then here is this man like asking me what I'm doing, interested in my life, want to go out. So in reality, they don't trust me. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So it takes me sometimes months to, develop. to actually earn their trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. they're so used to inconsistency that if you start becoming consistent, yeah, then there's a problem. Then there's a problem. Yeah. Wow, wow. Inconsistency, rejection. Shane, talk to me, man. What are you thinking? You probably think UK needs help, right? What are you thinking? Man, um, there's it, a, it's a lot to take in. Um, well, obviously, I do, I do not know the UK culture um, from that perspective. So I'm, I'm on the sidelines, on the outside looking in, taking any information that's being said. And um, it reminded me of uh, something I did years, years, years ago, but obviously not on the level that uh, what you're doing. Um, first of all, man, um, I appreciate what you're doing. Um, first of all, um, we need more men like you. Um, that is a fact. We need more men like you. And it, it shows me... Not, not to bring the spiritual aspect, but it shows me how um, the enemy have really damaged and demolished families. Mm, and um, especially boys. Mm -hmm. um, boys that have humongous potential mm -hmm. um, to make a great impact. And they still can. Yeah. They still can. Under your mentorship, they can. Because now with your mentorship... Now they can give back like how you're doing to other young boys mm -hmm. who have uh, experienced what they would have experienced. And um, it just goes to show that love is a solution um, to all things. And um, I really, I'm hoping and praying this morning that parents who are listening to the show this morning that are literally decided to sit at the table and to write these notes down yeah yeah and to be intentional with yeah. their children if they want to see success with their children mm -hmm. they need to take notes and um th this is not something to play with these these are lives yeah of 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 gracious young men and and, and young people and, and stuff like that. See Kim, they're writing notes herself <laughs> and 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 the thing is is that um it, it hurts, man. It, it it hurts. I like and while you were talking about it, I can see the imagery of anger and they're just cussing you out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because of the pain and anguish and rejection that they're receiving. And um, I can tell you from personal experience where um, I had a taste of that as a young boy in the sense where teachers look at me and, and say some very nasty stuff. Yeah. And as a child, you are confused and baffled that, huh, why would this person say that about me? Mm -hmm. And children are like sponges, right? They soak in all the information that they're given. And I don't think parents understand that their words have impact. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it takes years to, on. like, let me tell you, let me share something a little personal, huh? I have experience wherein um person of 
a certain stature that I look up to. Says some very degrading stuff to me. And it took years to undo. I had to go through therapy to, to undo a lot of the words because um, sometimes people are very reckless with their words. Yeah. Not understand that their words have heavy weight. Mm -hmm. And you have a heavy responsibility of speaking life or speaking death. Yeah. yeah. So no wonder why some of these these guys join the gangs. Yeah. Because they join the gangs because there's a there, there's a comfort. There, there, there's an embrace when they join these gangs. Mm -hmm. And they're willing to do whatever it takes to stay within these gangs because of that. Yeah. And then when parents throw their hands in the air and say, but, but why they join the gang? Why, why, why go go to the police station to always deal with this stuff? You helped created it. You helped created this stuff. And, and, and I'm, I'm not saying all parents because there sure. are parents who tried their best. Yeah. And because of maybe the crawls and, 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 and different sections at school, they may join because there's no support system that is strong enough to govern their footing, mm -hmm. um, that they may join these different groups that may not have their best interests at heart. So I just want to salute you, sir. Respect. And tell you keep doing. I'm I'm just today I'm just gonna be on these sidelines. Just listening. <laughs> listening. Um before I come back to Clarence, um uh, I have a complaint that uh, a lady met me yesterday and said, uh, Pastor Ray, you're, you're talking so much on your show. You don't even play music nowadays. So I'm going to give a few bars course, uh, of course. this and then we'll come back to Clarence. And like um, Shane has said and like Kim has said, take your notebook out, man. This is not just a show. We ain't doing show. And I tell people that all the time. What mm -hmm. we do here is ministry. Mm -hmm. We're not doing show. You know, we had Simone on last week. We had Clarence on this week. We're doing ministry. Via Amen. the radio airwaves, they could turn on to any any other station and get show. Yeah. You know, what I mean, everyone got a playlist; they can play their music. But brethren, mm. this is life-saving stuff. Something that Clarence mm. said, I think, that is so important, is that there's so much inconsistency in the lives of these children that when you decide to be consistent, it's almost like they reject you. Mm -hmm. They're fearful. They wonder what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Back on the other side, with more. From Clarence Jackson, man, the preposition man, I tell you. Uh, boy, we're gonna learn a Jamaica, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me.
one right there. That's Israel Houghton and, of course, Chevelle Franklin. What a tune. What a tune. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. And that's what we're talking about all the days. We want to offer hope, brethren, to the hopeless this morning. I believe in God, and I believe through God we can definitely save a generation mm -hmm. that seems to be lost. Um, and so good morning, Susan. I hope that was up your street. Amen. <laughs> and you got your little music tape break for the morning. <laughs> uh, Clarence, um, you were talking about consistency. Um, oh, let me give the folk the, 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 the information. to. If you want to be a part of our discussion, maybe you have a question about your own child, your own situation. Maybe you're calling on behalf of a friend, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. like they say. Uh, send in anything you would like to know about mentoring young people. I'm not saying Clarence knows everything, but he's been 16 years, Frederick. And, uh, and we'll get on to what he's doing to further his growth mm -hmm. before the end of the program, because he's taking this so serious that he is doing things to for his own development so he could be more effective. I don't know if that's possible, but it could be more effective. So we want to talk about that. But 8228 is a text. Write the word hope and then your message. Studio at AdventistRadio.London. That's an email. And of course, right here on YouTube. Um, and that is the Ray of Hope Show. And uh, once you click on that link on YouTube, um, it should come up the Ray of Hope Show uh, number 13. And that's where we are this morning. In studio, virtual studio is uh, Shane and uh, Kim. Um, and uh, of course, with me in, in, in the real studio is the preposition man himself, Clarence. Talk to us, man. Yes, sir. Talk to us. Um, one of the things that just come to mind was that um, a lot of the parents who have called me, and no disrespect to all the, any of the parents who have called me before, I will get a long list of what's happening with the child what mm -hmm. the child is doing or not doing. Mm -hmm. But then when you get the perspective from the child, yes. it's more what the parents is doing yeah. and not doing. Yeah. So I struggle sometimes. Mm -hmm. Now, here is my biggest issue. I am for the child. That doesn't mean I'm against the parent. So I'm be I become an advocate. I become like the voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, some parents now um, see that as a problem. Mm -hmm. because they would like me to execute what they want. You need to tell him to do this. You need to stop doing that. And and then what happened now? The, the, the son will see me as a pit bull that the mom will unleash on him. Yes, yes. So I have to learn to position myself. So mm -hmm. what I would do first is speak to the parent about okay. how I operate. Okay. And there are times I have to work with some parents without the child knowing. Right. And there are sometimes I will say to the child, is it okay? to work with mom as well on the issue. Are you happy for me to speak to mom about this thing? Clarence, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're saying you don't only mentor the child. It sounds like you're mentoring the parents. So I, I support yeah. the parents. Um, <laughs> no, I, I sound like yeah. you're mentoring the parents. <laughs> now, now what, what I've been doing from last year, and mm -hmm. this is, we'll speak about that at the end. Mm -hmm. I realized that they, they coaching principles, that's what I use with the parents. Yes. Though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, okay. um, because what happened, okay. the problem I've had is that, especially with some of the fathers, I've been in homes where some of the fathers dealt difficult, like gave me a difficult time. Yes, sure. Because mm -hmm. in their mind, who is he to come in my house yeah. to come and tell me yeah. how to deal with my son? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. They, they, there are issues there. So, yeah. sometimes I, it takes me a while to earn some level of respect yes. to enter the home. Mm -hmm. um, there have been fathers who have been very disrespectful to me. Yeah. 
and it's because mm-hmm. they don't know me they don't know my right. intention mm-hmm. and most of the time it's mom who called 100% you see I'm coming mm-hmm. from and sometimes there's issues in the home wherein dad wants to kick him out yeah mom wants him to stay mm-hmm. and then they become problem in the, in the relationship sure sure and that's for the very few who have mom and dad at home yeah you know what yeah. I'm saying but also like for me I I listen more to the child mm-hmm. and this is no disrespect to the parents sure I want to know their narrative their story mm-hmm. because sometimes like parents don't take time to say how do you feel about this what do you think about this mm-hmm. you see what I'm coming mm-hmm. from so I give you an example there are times when going back to the single parent um, situation where the parents action or inaction is what causing the problem right so I respectfully say this that parents some of you need to deal with your trauma the emotional pain um, the struggles that you're going through mm-hmm. before you can really support your son oh wow because that's wow. the the issue when you listen to them wow. that's where the problem that's is the you know what i mean and sometimes parents talk to their children from a space of pain yes rather yeah. than um being healed off mm-hmm. a certain situation mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um it, it it is very difficult mm-hmm. so some some mothers haven't dealt with the pain of dad leaving right some parents haven't dealt with death in a, of the family like a parent so you find that some of the parents have a lot of emotional pain mm-hmm. and also um struggles mentally that they're going through right. that is very difficult to give the son the attention that mm-hmm. he needs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it 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 even stemmed from the fact that there was one boy one time he was so angry at me i thought he was going to fight me wow. and he was like how do you feel to to know that other boys on the football field everybody saying come on jake come on tom mm. and then when he falls down no one Nobody. is there to say come on clarence yeah. yeah come on bill yeah you, you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah. The, it's like what he needs is that affirmation but yeah. mom is busy mm-hmm. and dad is not there yeah. yeah so he grew up with resentment yes so if he becomes successful or has been called to pro mm-hmm. he then say mom you weren't there for me that mm-hmm. so that's a boy now who is preparing to leave mm-hmm. him Clarence, i i I had this thing, and actually, it wasn't it wasn't a, a young black boy. This was a white, uh, Caucasian young yeah. man um, that came to a program that I was running, and um, and and he didn't have any direction mm-hmm. as far as his life. He grew up on the street, yeah. basically fighting for himself. Of course, dad was missing, mm-hmm. mom just couldn't deal with him. When I met him, he was fifteen, mm-hmm. and I remember, um, and I've seen you do this too. We, we he. He wanted direction, so mm-hmm. I researched Acton College yeah. for him to go mm-hmm. at the age of 15 yeah. and and develop some vocational skills there. Anyway, I spoke to his mom and I said, look, you know, um, the young man is going to the thing. He's going to graduate in three months with a certificate in, um, it was like warehouse stuff, yeah. doing different warehouse jobs and stuff. And I'd like you to be at the graduation. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, a gown and cap thing. He never had that experience yeah, yeah. before. He would be 16 then. Um, so I sent her the invite. And do you know, I was the only one yeah. that showed up. Mm-hmm. Dad didn't come. Mom didn't come. Yeah. His brother didn't come. And, um, you know, he was the, 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 the captain of his class. So he had yeah. to do the closing speech yeah. response to what the speaker has said mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um and he stood up 
and um, he did the right thing, thanked his mom and thanked his dad and thanked everyone. And then he said, um, I wish they were here. Yeah. Clarence, that broke me. Yeah. You know, as I looked in his eyes um, and he paused, you could tell he was trying to compose himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what is so important that you won't make it to your son's graduation? Can I, can I say that over the past few years, I've realized that what the son's value is not what the parents value. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I've yeah. been to many, whether it's like a football tournament or an award ceremony mm -hmm. or an open day in college mm -hmm. or a meeting about success, and many parents don't turn up mm -hmm. um, because they, they just send them. Mm -hmm. And then when you listen to their view of the parent being absent, that's when you realize how much it hurts. Mm -hmm. And I find that work is one of the reasons why. Mm -hmm. Or there's issues between mom and dad. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's why I said there's a lot of issues in the home that hasn't been dealt with that affects the child. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, shout out to my mom. But my mom was not my graduation. Right. Because um, there was an argument the night before. Oh, wow. With some girl that I had on the phone and all them stuff. And, yeah. But what happened when I, it was difficult. My sisters were there. My brother was mm. there. But it was painful because mom wasn't mom there. Mom wasn't there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, the thing is this. Mom took it so hard. Yeah. And that's why I realized that parents, some of you have been hurt yeah. Yeah, by your children. Proper. They hurt you so much to the core. So there's so much that the hurt is overpowering the, the love. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then what happens then is like you have situation where I've been in situation where the child apologized to the parent, but the parent don't think it's wise to apologize to the child. Yeah. 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 You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I've, I've been in situation yeah. like that where I am your mother or mm -hmm. I am your father. Mm -hmm. And for me, thankfully... I've been through counseling right. and one of the issues I was having stemmed from my childhood. Yeah, 100%. Mom's action, dad's Dad. inaction. Yeah. And then it was throughout the counseling I realized that many of the issues I was facing in my 20s, early 20s, was because of what was happening at home. At home, yeah. And sometimes even things that I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. So when my mom called me one time and she apologized, mm. Hallelujah. there was a different level of healing. Mm-hmm. Because the wow. truth be told, some yeah. of these boys don't even know that they're hurting. Mm. They accept the hurt as normal. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it become a yeah. part of part their of life. life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when they accept that now, then when they go to school and they can't perform, we then diagnose them as socially, with social emotional behavioral disorder, ADHD and all them stuff and all the different Ds. And another thing I want to talk about, some of us, we're talking about SCBD, ADHD, but we're not talking about the D, which is the demons. Because a lot of these boys, I've met some of them who are possessed by demons. 100%. And you'll be amazed that it's like, unless we have the spirit of discernment, we won't know. So I believe... And this this is what cost me my many many schools. Yeah, the boys are being diagnosed and they've been treated for all these things mm -hmm. except for the demonic possession. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's big. That's big, Clarence. That's big. That's big. Got a uh, 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 a mother sent this in. Um, she says this topic is really speaking to me. I'm so emotional listening to Clarence as a single mother trying to raise our young black boy. 
on my own. Please share my details with Clarence so we can speak off air. And may God continue to bless your ministry. Thank you. And, Amen. Uh, and, uh, um, I, I have a question I would like to ask to, to Clarence. Um, do you have any persons that you would have worked with in the past um, regarding of mentorship? Decided, you know what? I need to team back up with my mentor that I can give back. Because based on what you're saying, this is a lot of work. And I, I, I think, in my, my opinion is, is that I, I believe that you need extra guys to really, do you have a team of people um, <laughs> supporting you? The Holy Ghost, <laughs> there are three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three <others. laughs> I mean, outside of the Holy Ghost, <laughs> of course. I, I mean, outside of that, because I, I, I personally believe that when you have more workers, it, it makes the load lighter, you know, sure. um, that, that have that same mindset of seeing young black boys successful, not even just black boys, because Pastor Ray made an excellent point of mm -hmm. the Caucasian young man um, that was also dealing with it. So it's not even just a black issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's the issue of children yeah. having yeah. these challenges. Mm -hmm. And um, I just feel, man, that um, you, you need more help because there is an overwhelming like uh my questions to you i mean i'm, I'm gonna allow you to get back to, to your story but just to pivot a little bit how are you able to balance that in your life be because that is to, to to be constantly doing that constantly is that not over time get mentally taxing and uh so that's the reason why i'm like you know this guy needs some help you know, like, um, if they had 10 of you doing this with the same mindset, same movements, you know, that same mindset, you know. So I'm just curious to, to find out, you know, how are you able to balance that? It's that, you know, sometimes becomes taxing on the mind and the body. Um, br brilliant question, brother. Um, even though as I'm speaking, I'm struggling mentally. Mm -hmm. I'm struggling emotionally. Um, there are days when I cry, brother. Um, and what I have to do now, I have to do drastic measures to look after my well-being. And in the past few months, about a month ago, a friend of mine said to me, Clarence, are you grieving? And I said, no, because nobody died. And he said, I've called you for the past couple of weeks and you're just in hospital with stab victims and all them stuff. You're, you're grieving. And I, I associated grieving with death and not with them being stabbed and in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And the truth be told, brother, I'm praying about the team. I don't have a team. There are people I can call upon every now and again, but I don't have mm -hmm. a team that I can sit down and we can plan stuff together. Yeah. And it's something that I'm dreaming about. I'm praying about. Up to yesterday, I was saying, God, um, I need help. I need help in every aspect of my life at the moment mm -hmm. because... Because these boys have access to me, twenty. some of them have access to me 24-7, there are times when they're being chased in the night or they're suicidal. Yeah. So they will call me 12, 1 o'clock in the morning and mm -hmm. say, Jay, I'm feeling suicidal, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I have to do what I have to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There are times I, when I meet oh. them, sometimes I say, okay, I got an hour. At the point of that hour, that's when they start opening up their heart. So the hour was just dealing with the surface. Mm -hmm. Now I'm thinking I can't cut them now. So I had to learn to get supervision. And I got, you know, I had supervision in work, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But it was when I'm on the course I'm on now and they gave me a proper supervisor, a real, I knew what supervision is. You know what I'm saying? So um, at this moment where I'm at, I had to take a break in the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because not only am I dealing with the boys and the girls, I'm also dealing with the pain of the mother and the pain of the father. Mm-hmm. And I find that the pain of the parent is more overwhelming for me mm-hmm. because yes. we're going back to grandparents again and we're going back and so what I've done now, um, I've been doing like 12 week sessions and <clears throat> it was only with the boys, but now I do eight with the boys and four with the parents mm-hmm. because I like to, and it was God that showed me that technique because, uh, I think in Luke chapter seven, um, Jesus raised that boy from Nain. Yes. And one day when I was studying it, he says that he, he said to the mother, weep not. Yeah. And then he went to the boy and said, arise. Mm-hmm. And then what God showed me was that he had to fix the mom first, first. before he fixed the boy. Ah, preacher. Preacher, mm-hmm. come on. You see ah. what I'm coming from? So ah. I, I realized from that, that some of the parents at the moment, you're praying about your child to come home and to fix up. But could it be that God wants to fix you first? Mm-hmm. So that Amen. when you are fixed and the home is fixed, then he can fix the child yeah. quickly and, and yeah. bring the child back home because yes. we can Amen. pray to fix the child. But what type of environment is the child yeah. coming back, back into? into. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I like mm-hmm. the question, Shane, because um, you know me and clients often talk about our well-being. Um, the difference is mm-hmm. I don't have young children and wives and everybody. I'm just I'm Ray on, and I'm alone, so I, I I get away as often as possible because it don't cost me much. Yeah. But the good, <laughs> but but the reality is, man, is that. I honestly believe that a team is is imperative yeah. moving forward. Um, however, the way Clarence runs his sessions, I think uh, almost like Simone last week, Shane, where she does 40 days, then she takes a week break. Yeah. Um, and then and then after that, she runs another 40 days and then she takes a week break. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, like Clarence said, he just took a break now. On, 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 but, you know, <laughs> I say he takes a break, but if you see someone in need, he go he going to reach out. I mean, it's in his nature, yeah. you know, to, to, to reach out. Go ahead, Shane. No, no the, re- the reason why when, when you talk, it's ironic that you brought her up regarding with Simone because mm. while he was speaking of stuff, like, that's a crazy idea. Um, I'm like, you know what? If if, if the part of Simone is listening right now, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I believe she, need, she needs to have the prayer circle, have clearance. Yeah, in in prayer to send a team, yeah, you know, to can... to to you know, I I call it backup. Remember what I said in the last show last week, mm. you know, um, you know, I'm reloading. Cover me, mm. I'm reloading, right? And I I think we need more prayer warriors to cover Clarence and and for God to provide the team that is needed to help him out, so that um, with them to move in one accord. Because nothing beats prayer, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I'm a, I, I love prayer. I believe in prayer. And I believe that God can make a way for Clarence. Because what he is doing is actually missionary work. Yeah, this yeah. is missionary work right here. Yeah. Missionary work right here, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the thing is, is that by doing this, mm-hmm. woo, by doing this, <laughs> bruh. You gotta make excited. I'm telling you, this can make an impact, not yes, just sir. in the church, but in the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
in the streets when people actually see what Jesus looks like. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Jesus that needs to be seen. That's big. This is the Jesus that needs to be seen. So so while I'm hearing this story, I was like, whoa, dude, you don't understand. Like, people need to understand that this is very important work. Yeah. This is not work that can be taken for granted. Mm -hmm. For granted. Mm -hmm. Any wrong move at all is a wrap. And the thing is, is that I appreciate Clarence's consistency and his willingness and his heart Mm -hmm. um, for the mission that is at hand. Uh, So those prayer warriors that are listening, including the prayer prayer Mm -hmm. circle, the power circle, Mm -hmm. to cover Clarence in prayer. He needs spiritual backup here. Yeah. This is not something that he can continually do this by himself. Mm-hmm. Yes, he got God, he got the Holy Spirit. That is great. Mm-hmm. That is great. Mm-hmm. But I personally believe that if we have more people with the same mindset yeah. and have the correct motives, mm-hmm. it makes the load lighter because he's only human. Yeah, He's only human. He can only do so much as one person. Mm-hmm. He could only do so much as one person, and and I really, I I I know people are saying it these days, but I'm even though I don't know you, I'm giving you your flowers and telling <laughs> you, bruv, I appreciate what you're doing. Amen. Respect, I appreciate Amen. it. The only thing I'm 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 not doing right now is crying because yeah. the type of work you're doing yeah. is important. Is important because this is saving lives, literally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. And even for those parents um, who are struggling, mm-hmm. struggling to 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 figure out how to make this work and that work, and, and don't even know what to do, how to make the first step. Mm-hmm. By God using you to be in the midst, to be in the midst of the gap, man. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to give you your flowers, bro. Mm-hmm. Respect, I man. appreciate respect. Yeah, Kim, uh, let's say from a mom's perspective, man. What do you say? Oh, oh, you know what, Pastor? Right. Um, Clarence, I just have to say thank you. Um, my boy, he's 13 years old. And, you know, I've got another one who's 10, who's right behind him. And, you know, obviously my situation, they live with their dad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's separation between the parents. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am actually going into um, doing counselling for children. I've been studying that, Clarence. So this is so uplifting. I want to support children. I want to be a child um, psychologist. Nice. Brilliant, um, brilliant. So I could, I could even possibly in the future be a member of your team, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I want to work with youth as well. This is so inspiring, so inspiring. I had to sit down and discuss with my boys yesterday and how not to beat each other up on, you know, on the train, mm-hmm. etc. But you've got to explain to them, yeah. like, you know, you're hurting each other, but you're not acting respectfully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had to sit there and say, look, I'm a respected woman. You can't act disrespectfully on the train. Mm-hmm. And you have to explain and talk to them about why it's not respectable to do these mm-hmm. things. Sure. You can't just say, don't do that. Right. And think that it's okay. Do you know what I mean? You've got mm-hmm. to give them that perspective. This is why I love what you do. Because yeah. you give the children the understanding of why you shouldn't behave like this. Mm-hmm. No, you just shouldn't do it. There's an there's a there's something underneath that that you have to get to, and that's what you're doing. And I respect that so much. Thank you. And yeah, thank you, Clarence, for what thank you do because it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, I've had to learn. Boy, I've had to learn these last five years, 
um, you know, about being, a, you know, the best mother I could be to my children. Mm -hmm. And that's why I studied counseling. This is why I did challenging behavior courses. I did all of this stuff yeah. to work with the youth. And I constantly praying for the youth. Mm -hmm. I recently had an incident with a youth where I was injured, um, you know, by a youth. And I, I believe this is all the spirit pointing to me that I've got to help them. Yeah, yeah. I've got to do something. I've yeah. got to help these boys. And the boys are struggling your rights mm -hmm. so much more than the girls because you know what it is? I think as a woman, uh, we're more connected emotionally because yeah. like you said, boys are told to just be quiet. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. need to talk too. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why I respect you so much, you know, Clarence Jackson, because, you know, the girls I can deal with because yeah. I understand, but the boys, they like to sometimes hide how they yeah. feel. Yeah. And you've got to get under that layer yeah. and you're right. Mm -hmm. Get them to trust you and build mm -hmm. that relationship. And yeah, I'm just loving this. I'm taking my notes and I'm just so happy <laughs> with what you do. And I say thank you so much for helping our youth yeah. because this is what I inspire to be. So thank I'd you. like some tips if you could do that for me. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would like to meet your son when it's due time as well. Mm. Amen. Sons, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Amen. Someone on, on, um, on YouTube is saying, excellent topic um, from CJ. It is uh, so needed. Our young people are in serious trouble. Self-care yes. is vital in this kind of work. Yes, definitely. Um, and they are in trouble. Um, another one comes in here. Um, I'm really ready to be on board, this person says. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, yeah. She says, this is a dream and a passion of mine. And those are two words that will make it reality. Brethren, mm -hmm. the dream and the passion. Mm -hmm. Um, cause you know, you ain't going to get enough money. <laughs> so the dream and the passion and the reason, and we're going to come to this because I honestly believe that there is a way that we can fund people to do this ministry. And, uh, and, and we talk about stewardship and this is what I was telling you at the beginning of the program, Shane, we talk about stewardship and all this stuff given to everybody, brethren, if we ain't given to what we have here. Uh, then what we're going to have is a very healthy church with tithe and offering and a lot of our young boys behind bars. And, 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 and I'm serious because we go to visit them. <laughs> we go to visit them. Uh, Yvonne is saying, God bless you, CJ, in the ministry uh, that you have um, given, that God has given to you. This is a lot for you and your family. May it uh, be its time. Oh, maybe it's time for a team. Yes, that's what we're saying. Uh, CJ, wow. you have found something that the church and the community needs to get involved in, praying for you. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. Praying for you. Uh, let's do a little musical spotlight. Um, we're gonna, I love this song. I ain't going to let it go. We're going to do this back on the other side. We'll continue our conversation with the position man. Boy, I like that phrase. I like that phrase. Man. And you know, Shane, you, you, you think that he, he, this is one side of Clarence. Clarence can preach. Clarence, tell me, Clarence, tell me listen, so. listen, Clarence can <laughs> preach. He writes books, Shane. And on top of all of that, spoken word. He dropped a spoken word for a program we had at school, Motherland. And the people talking about the, the, the spoken word more than the drama of the kids playing. It was so deep, man. I'm telling you, this guy right here. <laughs> you know, I, and, and this is why I always say to God, why you give one person so much? You know what I mean? Just give me two. You know what I mean? That'd be good. I, I got one I can talk. I, I can't do nothing else. I can't do nothing else. Anyway, let's do this back on the other side. It's Adventist Radio London. Oh. 
my age you would know that sound like a little dub flex <laughs> in the background there um for those that don't know what dub is it's that instrumental part of the reggae music that that the drum and the bass line sometimes even horns on a hammered organ in there and they keep it going for a little while that was our thing back in the day but Chabelle franklin israel halton letting us know that surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life clients we were just talking off here and uh and i was saying that uh, we need to talk about some of the joys yeah. <laughs> of 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 what you do because yeah. it's sounding pretty pretty yeah. bad right now it, it, um, it, it is it is it is tough yeah and um i want to thank um all for all the comments and the suggestions because for the next few months i'm planning to do something revolutionary i don't know what good but i know god is up to something now Amen. over the past few years the reason why i continue doing what i'm doing is because of some joys um mm -hmm. i've had boys who were written off yeah come on um you know and now they're in college yeah um boys who um suffered with low self-esteem when i come to them my, my old boss said something to me once he said jackson treat them not as how they are but how they could be yeah mm. and i never yeah. forget that yeah. so even though they tell me what to suck yeah. and what to kiss and where to go <laughs> yes. i always look beyond how they are and always visualize what they could be yeah now i've had boys who couldn't read and because they couldn't read they were treated like that yeah now when i went to a meeting i said to there was one situation where they told me the boy couldn't read so i said to the boy um you know when it comes to me um because every time i go to the house he said he, you know i have adhd i have scbd i said look <laughs> i'm not interested in that and but the fact was he couldn't read yeah so i said to him bro i don't care if you can't read don't be ashamed when it comes to me mm -hmm. i don't want you to be ashamed of nothing yeah i'm gonna help you and I had to earn his trust. Yeah. And I remember the first couple of lines, he stuttered and he stuttered and he's like, I can't do this, man. And I said, you can. So he used to stutter a lot. Mm -hmm. So I said to him, um, do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. And he said, yeah. <laughs> I said, when you're flirting with her, do you say, G -g 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 give me a kiss? He said, no. I said, well, you don't have a stuttering problem. That's then, right, that's because right. you don't stutter when you're flirting with your girl, but yeah. you stutter when you read. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So I, I helped him. Yeah. And that boy read three books in three months. Mm. When I mean like full, full every page. Mm. And I went to a meeting and they said, Clarence, can you please give your report? And I said, well, 
you know, I've done this with him. I've done exercise with him. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I've, we've done rules to success. I start all my session with success. I had his mind just thinking about success. Mm-hmm. And then when I said he read three books in three months, one of the ladies said there's discrepancy in your report because this boy can't read. <laughs> and I said, as I was saying, he read three books in three months and she stopped me again. She said, there's discrepancy in your report because mm-hmm. this boy can't read. Come on. And I realized that a lot of the times the expectation of this boy is so low that people don't want him to rise. Mm-hmm. He was there and they didn't ask him to read anything. I was mad with him the next day. Yeah, yeah. And this is why, re- so he read and he, I, I got him into college and that was the success story of that. Mm-hmm. I got him into college. Unfortunately, they didn't allow me to work with him when he went to college. Oh, really? You see what I'm saying? And can I just say there are elements and agents out there that Satan have to ensure that these boys are kept down? 100%. Um, there's boys who never knew how to talk to girls. So I, I do everything. You know what I mean? I build their social skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, with some of them, um, it's their re- build relationship with their parents. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get them back into there, There's one guy I realized he couldn't talk to girls. So when I go places, I would say, oh, this is my friend. Uh, and I just walk away. You know what I mean? I say, you got five <laughs> minutes. You know what I'm saying? And I want to see you talking. You know what I mean? So um, I'm, there's nothing off the limit for me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's interesting you say that because I've actually seen Clarence, you know, t- teaching these children, making them read. Yeah. You know, in the sessions, mm-hmm. I've seen them. And, the, the, you know, um, I think it was one guy came out and um, you told him to get a book on football, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever it was. Whatever their passion boxing, is. Yeah, or, yeah. I think it was boxing, yeah. and, and um, he had just taken up boxing, and so yeah. he got the thing. And um, and th- so he's starting reading the book. And so I said, I said, are you reading it where? He said, I'm reading it to Mr. Jackson, yeah. <laughs> and I'm reading it on my own. Yeah. And I was like, wow, man, that's, that's deep. Because yeah. these are guys, when they walk in, the first word out of their mouth is an F word. Yeah, yeah. Always. The first word out of their mouth is the F word. They don't want to be in it. They don't want to do it. You know, and and, and Clarence, let me say this. And and if a parent is listening out here, um, you know, the success stories that Clarence is talking about, he doesn't leave the parents behind. No. The parents come on the journey as well. I have to. You know, every step of the way, I've heard him make phone calls. I've seen him go and meet the parents to talk with them, all kinds of stuff. And it's just great to see the journey that both the parent and the child yeah. is on. Um, there's sometimes as well, parents don't hug their boys a lot. Mm. So um, I will encourage parents, hug them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if they went to school and they only got two out of ten, hug them. You know what I'm saying? Don't hug them when they get ten out of ten. If they get two out of ten, hug them because yeah. don't don't love them because of what they achieve. Love them because of who they are. Yeah, who they are. And, and, ah. and, and that is your son. Ah. He's your son. So in spite of failing, in spite of passing, hug them. Mm. And then when, yeah. they, when they get ten out of ten, squeeze them. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? So because um, when I speak to some of these boys, I would ask them, when was the last thing you got a hug? And it was sad that some of them would say two years ago on their birthday. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I've been in many situations where six months ago, um, you know, hardly you find some of them saying last week. Very few. So I'm, I'm always happy when I hear two days ago or something like that. But I'm encouraging parents to hug them because some of them are afraid of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, when it comes to, um, like, affirmation, I find that many of them are not being affirmed. 
And I want to say to some parents, because there are times I will help some of these boys and they will get a certificate the first time and they run to their mom, run to their auntie or their dad, and the reaction of the parents kill them, man. Mm -hmm. So can mm -hmm. I ask mm -hmm. parents, please, to have the certificates up or something where it's visible, you know what I mean? Be proud of them. Um, sometimes yeah. I take time off, I go to football to watch them, just to support them. So I'm encouraging parents because sometimes it's not what you do, it's what they want to remember. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And um, please, please hug them, spend time with them, you know what I mean? And um, one of the things I realize as well, that some parents, and I'm talking to my church brothers and sisters now, <laughs> you may take away the TV, you may take away the games, but what have you replaced it with? Yes. Can I ask yeah. that you replace it with something much better than TV, much better than the game? It could be a barbecue, it could be family dinner, it could be swimming every Sunday between four and six. Mm -hmm. Something has to replace what you want to take away. Um, go out sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Parents, go out. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. um, re reflect on the success stories on a weekly basis. Come on. Um, you know, and, mm -hmm. and teach them. Teach them. Many of these boys, they don't know how to even... You know, they fry the water, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, encourage them, be in their corner for them. Yeah. And that's one of the things I realized that there are times, Pastor, they, they messed up. Yeah. And I would say, tell me the honest truth about everything because I don't want to go in the room and look stupid. Yeah. So talk to me. Yeah. And even when they are wrong, I try to fight for a little leniency. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I'm encouraging parents to fight, fight for them, be in their corner. Mm -hmm. But please don't, because many parents, they will come to me and say, oh, my son say the sessions are too harsh and you keep doing this. You, parents ask, make sure you know what's happening at school. Make sure you know what's happening in the mentoring. Mm -hmm. You know, check up on them, fight for them. But when they lie, please don't don't take up for them when they lie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like work with them to, mm -hmm. to speak the truth you know, and pray for them and with them. Um, bring them to bring them to like um, motivational talks. You know what I mean. Bring them to seminars, not just church. Yeah. Find out events. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like maybe one of the ask them who's their mentor or who they look up to, and if it's a positive role model, find out when they're having a meeting, a conference, something. Buy their books. You know what I mean. Like just create that environment at home mm -hmm. that they want to go home because many of them don't want to go home. So um, mm -hmm. sometimes um, some of them will say to me that parents shout too much. Yeah. So I'm mm -hmm. asking parents if you could just see how because sometimes the home it's not about how small the home is; it's how big the love is at home. Yeah. So um, you know, and you know, there are many boys when I see them. Like the other day, I was at the eight thirteen, and I saw this boy in a balaclava. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> coming over, and he's like, "Yo." And I got scared. Yeah. Because he's coming towards coming me. Towards so it. I prepare for a fight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then he walked up to me and said, um, You don't know me. And I'm like, No, but I can't even see your face. And he's like, I was inside, man. And you came and you spoke, innit? Oh, wow. And like, Bro, thank you very much, man. Now I'm going to college. Oh, I see, man. You know what I'm saying? And I felt, I felt proud. You know what I'm saying? And quite a few of them have had message on social media to say, I remember you when you came to the prison yeah. and spoke. You know what I mean? Yeah. And thank you for everything because. Sometimes you never know the effect until years after. Mm -hmm. And can I say to yeah. parents, I don't care what your son has done. It could be, you know, God forbid he murders somebody. Please don't give up on your sons. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Moses, Moses put down a man as well. You know what I'm Come saying? On. And God Come didn't on. give up on God him. So, um, you yeah. know, do not give up on your children. And please, I've always said this, don't compare them with anybody else. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Parents, like, bring out, learn to bring out the best in your child. Yeah. You know what I mean? And affirm them. Because one of the things I realize with the streets is that I get affirmed a lot on the streets, so I know why they stay. 
Mm-hmm. Um, when they see me, they're like, yo, king, mm-hmm. general, <laughs> done, family. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah, and they do yeah. with such passion. Yeah, love, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lo- hey, you know, give me a hug, bro. You know what I mean? And then you feel like a family. Yeah. And then when you go home, it's like you didn't wash up your dishes, you didn't pass your exam, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. affirmation. Let let no one affirm your children more than you. you. Yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, some of you, you can't outweigh me anyway. So when it comes to affirming the children, so <laughs> we're we going to compete. You know what I mean? Affirm them, build them up, believe in them. Mm-hmm. And I also want to say listen to them because listen. their world is different. Um, you know, many times I ask, I ask parents, what does GC mean? <laughs> and they say general conference, conference. you know what I mean? I want to ask the boys, what does GC mean? They say group chat, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we need to understand, understand um, the language, the different man. dynamics. Yeah. So we're in a generation now where parents, um, you know, it's good to listen to your children. Give them the chance to lead sometimes and hear their story, yeah. you know, hear where they're coming from. And um, I'm very happy over the years for the impact God has allowed me to have on mm. these boys because it's only through him. You know what I mean? Some of them will write me a little note and say, thank you, sir, for all the time. And some of them, um, Shane, after you dealt with them for a few weeks or months, you never hear from them again. Some of them, the truth be told, I don't even know if they're in prison. I don't know if they've, they've passed. I don't know. Because some of them, they will say to me, CJ, like, you know, I don't really need your help anymore, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. That's, mm-hmm. that's where it ends. And you have to respect that. You know what I mean? But I'm very privileged for being in the homes of all these parents who trusted me. Yeah. And for all the boys who've allowed me to come in their home, you know what I mean? There are times when I go to mentor them and they're like, Mom, I'm tired, I'm in the yeah. bedroom. And I say, Mom, can I go in the bedroom? You know what I mean? And I sit there on the chair yeah. and they're under the duvet yeah. and I'm mentoring. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I, I go to different levels. Yeah. Um, I go some places like, no places, let, let, listen, we work with God. Amen. You know what I mean? And Amen. we work with God. We Amen. work with the angels. You know what I mean? They, there have been times, Pastor, where... Some of these boys, I didn't know they were possessed until God showed me that yeah. they were possessed. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, this is not to scare any parent, but our prayer life need to be, we need to increase our prayer yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because some of these boys yeah. is strongholds. Um, mm. You know, that, that, you know, there are times I've been to school and a boy said to me, you think I don't know who you are? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You think Ooh. I don't know you? And his voice changed and he was like, leave me alone mm. leave my soul within me and i'm thinking he's eight yeah you know what i mean and yeah. boys as young as eight i've been um you know I've, and one of the things that i realized is that some of these boys um because mom works a lot or dad works a lot mm-hmm. they then rely on the games yeah you know what i mean and i'm asking parents if yeah. they could monitor the social activities yeah, you know man. what i mean because um we need that so mm-hmm. home needs to be not just games because the truth be told the game keeps them at home yeah and being at home keep them safe mm-hmm. but in the end some of them become addicts um they become yeah. addicted to yeah, the yeah, game yeah. they don't develop and, their social skills and, and the word safe is relative yeah. because what they're taking into the mind yeah is making them very unstable and unsafe yeah. unstable there, yeah. there was a young man just recently and i remember um you know the the mom was saying to me um a lot of these behaviors was from a game that he used yeah. to play yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, it became very disrespectful you know, always fighting and angry. Yeah. Um, she took the thing away. And and let me say this, it may not start off as possession, mm-hmm. but because of the habitual nature yeah. and the addictive nature of what we're dealing with, um, that may matriculate into mm-hmm. into a total possession situation. 
Um, and we have got to, I'm telling you, man, uh, Clarence, you said it best. We've got to pray more yeah. than we ever prayed. Cover, yeah. you talk, Shane, you talk about covering Clarence. Cover our children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cover them. I remember with, with, I used to walk around and anoint the kids while they were sleeping mm -hmm. and pray yes, over yes, them. Yes, children. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Richard had to do it, had to do it. And as, yeah. as, as mental as some of my children are, um, <laughs> they, are um, they, they know God and they can get a prayer through yeah. and it's not because of anything i did i didn't i didn't have a manual you know what i mean and they grew up in a home where we eventually separated um so they should really be scarred yeah. to the max but because of the foundation mm -hmm. that was laid i feel that god had his hand on them and has yeah. his hand on them so we praise god can, um, I, can i also share there was one boy who was suicidal yes and um i did a couple of sessions with him mm. And after about three or four sessions, every time I ask him, how was the session? He would give me the same dead response. Mm -hmm. And I looked at him with some anger. I was frustrated and I slammed the desk and I said, bro, I said, bro. when you finish a session with me, you have to say that the session is great. It yeah. was lively. I enjoyed it. <laughs> and he, he got shook. So I said, how was the session? Mm -hmm. And he said, it was great. And I said, that's what you say after every session. <laughs> so what happened now? I went home and I prayed and I said, God, I'm struggling to get through to him. So the next session, fourth session, um, I realized that he had no social skills. He wasn't doing anything. So what the Lord impressed me to do was don't do one hour sessions with him. Do 30 minutes session. And then after that, we do high intensity workout okay so i had okay. to I, I, I didn't wear jeans anymore i wear jogging bottoms everything so as soon as we finished i'm talking about abs i'm talking about push-ups everything so i made the session holistic yeah nice you know nice. what i mean so nice. so nice. i that's why sometimes a lot of schools fire me that's part of the good news because <laughs> I, I don't do the conventional method because mm -hmm. it doesn't work yeah so I, would, I, I started to do that, and then we started to like play games together. Mm -hmm. So instead of him just seeing me as somebody coming to do a session, yeah, it's a holistic approach. We yeah. worship together, yeah. we pray together, we do the motivation yeah. session, we exercise, and then we meet up and we eat. And then that brother, I saw him the other day, he's fine. Yeah, My man, man is good, he's healthy, yeah. he's happy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, yeah. I allow God to use me, and I'm so proud of the impact I've had, yeah, you know what I mean, on, 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 the, on the lives of, of these boys. And I don't only work with, because even though I work with some of the Adventist boys, mm -hmm. they didn't tell their friends who probably Pentecostals. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah. the ministry get me into homes. Yeah. Um, what I found as well is that a lot of parents in the church are too ashamed to share that their child is involved in county yeah. lines and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah. So some, they don't associate they they don't they don't like they hear about me. I'll give you a quick example. Some families will go to a cer certain individuals mm -hmm. who are not Christian. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then when they go to them, the person say, Yeah, I know somebody can help you. <laughs> yeah. And then they send them back to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm saying to the parents, listen, don't be ashamed. It's yeah. reality. Yeah. Like we may be in a culture at the moment that may be naive to what's happening, but mm -hmm. And you might feel a hard to know that your son is in prison and stuff like that. But mm. for me, I'm not about that. I'm yeah. about building this boy, even if he's inside. I've had parents who ask me to visit their sons sure. in prison just to encourage them before they come out. You know what I mean? I've, I've had boys who, when they came out of prison, their parents hooked me up with them straight away. Mm. And I did 12 weeks. I've done 20 weeks with them, mm. you know, once a week. And, you know, they, they get into apprenticeship. They stop smoking, you know what I mean? And Hallelujah. they have a girlfriend now and they're trying to go to uni and stuff like that. So 
um, I've I've had a lot of turnaround. Yeah. And that's what keeps me going because many yeah. times I feel so discouraged. Yeah, man. Even after you help them and you love them, they're the same one who verbally abuse you mm -hmm. after. So, um, you know, I'm happy for the parents who are now happy and for the boys who are now back on track. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm very proud of what the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. is doing. Mm -hmm. um, I have a long way to go. But um, my, my boss said to me once, my old boss, he said, Clarence, when you help one, you're not only helping that one, you're helping the girlfriend that he will have, you're helping the future, the child that he will have in the future. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's a legacy yeah. and, you know, it's a movement. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. Um, I'm going back to music. Um, but before I do that, guys, we only have um, literally 25 minutes left with Clarence. Um, if you'd like to get a question in, um, you know, uh, in regards to your situation or maybe something you've always wanted to ask about teenagers today and different things, please, you can get us on YouTube, The Ray of Hope Show, and um, just um, click on on that uh, Ray of Hope Show, uh, go to the channel, and, um, and, and we are there. You can leave a message like uh, some of you have already done. And then uh, text us, 8228, write the word hope and then your message um email studio at adventist radio dot london any one of those mediums will get us if you know my my handles personally feel free to do that um we're at the point now where um let's not allow these moments to pass you know we don't know when we'll grab clarence again so what we need to do is is ask the questions we may not have a lot of time but let's ask the questions and uh, see how best we could give you info or maybe make contact uh, along the way, something along along that situation. Back on the other before, side. Bef okay. be before you hit the music, before you hit that, that, that track, mm -hmm. um, I just want to advocate for those listeners out there. Uh, go to the YouTube, hit that like button. Mm -hmm. When you hit that like button, it tells YouTube, this video needs to be seen to more people. Oh. So hit that like button. Get your friends to hit the like button. Mm -hmm. Subscribe, that's great. But I want you to really hit the like button on this particular episode because I think this is one of the most important episodes that we've done thus far for sure. the year. Mm -hmm. And um, more people more need people. to know mm -hmm. about what Clarence is doing, um, the impact that he's been making. Uh, so I believe that once you hit that like button, it's like you telling YouTube, this more people need to see this. Mm -hmm. So um, that's just my announcement. Back to you, Great. Thanks, Shane, for that. And um, Shane, he knows more than I will ever know about technology. I told you I got one gift. The rest of them, um, Shane got them. Amen. <laughs> This word is true. 
Tell you, faith. That's what we need, Clarence. Is faith, <laughs> yeah, man. Faith, yeah. faith. We got some comments that have come in. Shane, you want to read them out, or you want me to do it? Um, let me see. So Beverly Clark, she is saying very interesting conversation. Uh, CJ, as today, I'll definitely be on my prayer list. God bless you, Pastor Ray, and your guests. Um, this person says that um. Uh, one of their son's uh, childhood friends hanged himself across the road from their house. And um, another young man who he knows was killed two weeks ago. And uh, she can see the trauma in her son's eyes in his body language. Um, so she says that um, all I can do for, to help him is to pray, pray, pray for him. He's losing hope. Oh, I tell you. Can I also say that... Um if that parent could also learn as much as possible, humbly I, I say this, um, to have the conversation about death. 
uh, many schools that I've been to, and when I do many sessions, I would ask the young people what's their biggest fear, mm-hmm. and they would say death. Um, some of them, as 15, 14, they have been to more funerals than weddings or any graduation ceremony. So, and I asked them, how many parents ever spoke to you about death? Because many of them are grieving the loss of a grandparent, an aunt, mm-hmm. or a significant individual figure in their lives. So I would encourage that parent as well, you know, and if they can, to find somebody who will be able to talk to the child yeah. about death. Because, um, you know, I, I've always said that if we're not comfortable talking about death, then we're not comfortable talking about life. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just encouraging us parents to talk to their children at whatever suitable age about death because any of us, any, any one of us can go at any time. Mm-hmm. Very, very serious stuff there. And uh, we'll definitely pray before we end the show today um, for that situation and for all of our young people because yeah. they're going through it, they're going through it. Clarence, I, I, I want to, I want to, d- d- because of time, yeah. I want to get into, um, you know, as a household of faith, mm-hmm. um, you, you, you have mentioned that some of this is possession. Yeah. Um, and you've mentioned uh, even the children in the church go through the same issues and trauma of those mm-hmm. in the world. That is something that is consistent. Um, you know, I, I have an issue, and the issue is we don't invest, Clarence, in this kind of ministry. We invest in a lot of you know, other stuff, you know, and when I was pastoring, I made a big deal mm-hmm. of not having special days. So yeah. not having um, deacon and deaconess day and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, because we spend a lot of money bringing in a speaker from another country yeah. <laughs> that knows nothing about our situation. We put them in hotels, you know, and we, we spend big money on this. But when it comes to supporting ministry that will help our children on grassroots level it seems as if we don't want to help man and that's this is a bee in my bonnet um because i've been through it i've you know i've been i've been running around trying to help people and and getting to the point where i can't go because i don't have Mm -hmm. you know there was one time um i ran out of petrol on the way to helping someone that the parents called me, said that the person is, is they think is demon-possessed. I was literally on the A406, didn't have no money, just came from preaching, <laughs> didn't have no money, and I'm making my way to this house, run out of petrol. Mm-hmm. So I sat there in the car, talked them through some stuff, we said some prayers, all the rest of it, I, and I couldn't tell them that I didn't have the petrol, Clarence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that would just compound their stress level. Mm-hmm. So I did that and then prayed and then I called another friend to come and bail me out of my situation. But I'm just saying, man, and 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 I don't want this to be a pity party to people to feel sorry, whatever. But I do want us to address this. Yeah. You know, um, if we value our youth and our children in the church, then surely we need to start putting our money where our mouth is. Um, and and start doing things to show that we are serious about youth ministry, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't know how you can talk to that. Um, <laughs> two two things that come to mind. You mentioned one. Um, it's the value system. It's where the vision is. Mm-hmm. So as as the scripture says, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it, it's the vision and the value. Also, I realize that some people don't invest until you start where you can't start. Yes. So it's it's the belief. Mm-hmm. So if 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 you say you're gonna have a a conference with five thousand people, yeah, 
it's not until I see the conference happen then I believe in it. Then you believe in it. <laughs> so there's a lack of faith. Like no we faith. don't believe in mm-hmm. each other. Also, um, there's some people who um, are afraid to lose because there's not this winning mentality. Yes. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's what I've discovered. Yeah. And sometimes it's like we don't pray and ask God what to do with the resources. Mm-hmm. We try to build our own brand, our own image, yeah. our own fame. Mm-hmm. And you'd, you'd be amazed how many of us have mismanaged, individual and collective, mismanaged, mismanaged. God's money. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I, I would say, you know, for those who have the resources, ask God, what is it that you want me to do with this? Yeah. And you can't, you can't, you can't go wrong because yeah. if there's a ministry and there's a Christ somewhere, and God would say, put it there, you can't go wrong. Because mm. I'm looking at the chat and I'm seeing uh, pray, 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 pray. Mm-hmm. Brethren, the answer to the prayer is 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 we have it already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pray the prayer, cover it. But the reality, and I, I always tell somebody that when someone calls me and says that you know, pray for me, I need this help or that help. Uh, if I'm sitting there with a little excess in my pocket or in my bank account <laughs> and then the and all I all I'm doing is praying then I I'm, I don't know if I'm doing God's will because God's mm-hmm. will has to be for me to answer that prayer mm-hmm. come on now and bless that mm-hmm. person with what I have and and I'm saying that you know it's great to pray but what will ease the burden a lot of times in ministry is is our ability um our ability to to help not just help verbally but help financially, help with coming on board, like we said before, help with providing maybe a laptop mm-hmm. or something for some of these mm-hmm. situations. Because, okay. you know, just recently we were, with some, we were with some young men, Clarence and I, and this guy wanted a laptop um, to help him with his work. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, was, it was one of those where it was a strain. Eventually we did get a secondhand one, old one that uh, he could work on. But he wasn't up to scratch, but at least it was something that he could yeah. do his work on. Um, but those are, those are real needs, real issues that we have. And, you know, we can send money to Ukraine, send money to all these other places. And it's great. But we got a mission field right here, Bridget, with a mm-hmm. war that is raging and it's been going longer than all of these other places that we're giving money to. But we are not contributing to it. And it affects us directly. You know, it affects us directly. Um, with that in mind, Clarence, I, um, I want to add this to that and say that we, um, I did a conference some time ago at Wembley Stadium with Year Nines. We brought them all together in the stadium for the Borough of Brent. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like you were saying, something big, you know, and uh, it, was a, it was a great event. Uh, when are we going to do that at church level? Mm-hmm. When are we going to bring all of these Year Nines, before they start picking subjects, we bring them to, to a big place and we, 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 we speak, we pray, we intercede, we have different speakers, we run a conference. And, um, and people like yourselves can pour into these young people. Yeah. And, and I remember, it was funny, um, Clarence, I walked away from the conference uh, with these year nines feeling very satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the young man that invited me asked me for my bank account details. He said, man, you know, the Lord is blessed. You know, all these people came together. Wanna, so uh, he said, just send me some information. And mm-hmm. I, so, you know, I, I sent him a little thing for like a hundred pounds, you know, for the day. And he sent me a message back and he said, Ray, why, you, why, why what are you doing? Yeah. I said, what do you mean, man? He said, he said, no. He said, no, when you're operating on this scale and you're reaching so many lives with the responsibility, you know, comes, you know, your value. Yeah. 
don't don't mm. devalue yourself. Mm. And so I, uh, I upped the ante on the invoice, amen, and sent it back into him, and he was happy to do that. But at a church level, we ain't doing that. Yeah. We ain't doing that. The lower, the better. <laughs> can, can I also say um, thank you, a massive thank you, for all the people who supported me last year to finish my first year in uni. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very, very grateful um, mm -hmm. for your support um, because I'm doing the masters in coaching and mentoring. Mm -hmm. And um, it, I, I started because people believed in me mm -hmm. and sponsored me to, to go. Yeah. Um, it has been a struggle. But, but um, that, that was for you to start. Yeah. Yeah, now yeah. you got to finish. Yeah, you I got, got, I got one more year. You got one, one more year, yeah, one more year to year. finish. Yeah, and 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 I'm not putting your business in the street, but I know I see you on a daily basis. I know you're hustling to get those little dimes <laughs> yeah. to finish. Yeah. But then if we helped him start, let's let's see him to the finish line. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get. Um, I need nine thousand to, <laughs> to see, finish this. You see, he, he try to be humble. <laughs> he try to be humble about it, man. But I'm telling you, year. man. It needs 9,000. If you know anything about master's degrees, that's the cost. It's 9,000 to finish the degree. Um, we got him over the BA, amen, and all those things, and to start the MA. Is that all right? Yeah. All of this was done. Now the MA is, is on the start. Now we, we need to finish up. And um, and he's smiling because, you know, Clans is not the kind of guy that want me to be up here, you know, talking about his stuff. But I'm serious, man. Uh, Shane and Kim... I don't know about you guys, but from what I'm hearing, this man is doing. And on top of that, he's studying to make himself better so he Amen. could help our Amen. children. I, I don't know about you guys, man. If there isn't a worthy investment out there, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm serious, man. We're on this radio station. Thousands of people listen every week. And, uh, and I'm telling you now, brethren, we can make a difference not only in Clarence's ministry that he has moved forward, the team that he will get around him and all of this, the knowledge that he's gaining from doing the courses he's doing. So not only does he have the spiritual knowledge, but he has the psychological and the scientific. And when he yes. puts all that together, brethren, there ain't no stopping. Um, so mm. please, guys, um, 8228, write the word hope and then your message. Amen. Um, studio at AdventistRadio.London is an email. And of course, here on YouTube, brethren, let's send something to say, you know what, bro, we got you. You're going to finish the masters. You got one year to go. We're going to make sure you finish the masters. The good thing is, is that no, 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 no. I was going to make a bad statement. That it's not a good thing because if you know education, you need to pay it <laughs> in advance. <laughs> I was going to say, and we got a year to go. You don't have a year to go. You got to pay it now, brethren. Yeah. You got to pay it now because the, the, you're just starting again. So, um, so whatever you can do, man, to help clients in this situation, and not only you not only now, but let's pay it forward, like we say. Yeah. You know, let's bless him so that that will be something that he could use as tools to help our children. We're not just praying, but we are answering prayer. Kim, you were going to say. Um, yes, yes. Um, I'm just so, so privileged to be able to, um, you know, gather this information from uh, parents, Jackson. I just give thanks for his life and what you're doing for our youth. It's just so inspirational. And I think um, it's not just going to be me, but many people that are listening, you know, that have children of their own, especially teenagers, we all need help because yeah. sometimes you're stuck and you just don't know what to say. Yeah. 
and it can be quite hard. I had the same experience yesterday. Um, you know, one of my sons said something and I just didn't know how to respond. Mm -hmm. So I took some time. I stood back and I prayed first and I prayed with him. Yeah. I yeah. prayed with him. Mm -hmm. So God guided me to just pray, you know, and put a blessing over the kids. And then once I did that, I could talk. So sometimes it's just asking for the spirit to move. And I sincerely believe that the spirit is moving through, through Clarence Jackson. Absolutely. Thank so you. thank you so much. And, and can I just say, um, Pastor Ray mentioned about the conference. Mm. I'm making a promise right now that as I like Elijah, as the Lord liveth, yeah. and as my soul liveth, I will do a conference in the next few months. Um, regarding how to help these teenagers. I want to do one for the boys. I want to do one for the girls. And just stay tuned. I will pr promote it on here as well. Mm -hmm. But I, I saw a building the other day that's not being used. And I came out the car and I went to that building, Pastor, and I said, Lord, can I have this building, please? Mm -hmm. So I'm ready to go. And I know there's an army waiting for somebody to just sound the trumpet. But we will have conferences mm -hmm. in the next few months going. Hallelujah. Amidst me studying addressing this issue and i will get professionals and we will do something revolutionary i promise you amen 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 amen, amen. um if if anybody would like um the information maybe the best thing to do is for them to email me i was going to give you clarence's um um where to put the donations to help clients but just email a studio at adventistradio.london or maybe you know clients a lady told me the last time um she don't like doing that because yeah. she'd rather remain anonymous. Yeah. So maybe let's give it. Let's give it. Uh, let's give out some information. Um, okay, that's that, my account details. Yeah. Okay. Right. Can, you can you can um, donate to this this account for this ministry. Okay. So yeah. um, it's Clarence Y Jackson, C L A R E N C E Y Jackson, and my account details is two two four four three one six zero. That's two two four four three one six zero and the SOAR code is seven seven nine one three eight. So that's two two four four three one six zero and the SOAR code is seven seven nine one three eight. And I thank you so so much for this opportunity <laughs> and for your kindness. I appreciate it. Yeah man and uh this is the bishop himself, uh Clarence Jackson in Radio Land. Shane, what you got? We got two minutes of time. What you have? Well, I don't have much time. I, I pretty much said the bulk of, of what was said before. Um, for those that um, share this episode to your friends, send it through email, send it through your Facebook, send it through whatever medium you have. Uh, we need a lot of people to be watching this episode because I think it is imperative for people to be educated mm -hmm. and to be aware uh, of the things that is needed and, and to hit that like button to tell YouTube, hey, more people need to see this. But uh, what I would say, man, God bless you. Um, keep on keeping on. Um, I can't wait to meet you in person. Yes, sir. Um, hopefully this year, mm -hmm. by the grace of God, we'll yeah. see how that happens. And um, blessings to you. That's all I have. Thank Amen. you, sir. Amen. 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 Kim, say goodbye mm -hmm. to the folk before I pray. Yeah. 
Um, thank you so much, guys. Um, it's been a blessing. Um, and yeah, God bless you. And may you be with you for the rest of your journey, Clarence. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank amen, you. amen. We're going to make King, uh, Kim permanent here. Uh, you know, amen. we're breaking it in. I'm willing. We're God's breaking, willing. Amen. We're breaking it in slowly. But she, she coming. She coming. And, um, and uh, you know, it's good to see you smiling as well. Um, let's have a word of prayer. Father, we are just so excited today for um, this ministry. Wow. Lord, mm. <laughs> being on the battlefield is no easy fate. Clarence, Lord, has exhibited the spirit of Christ where he's willing to go into the trenches. Um, like the, the guy in Jamaica told me, into hill and gully. <laughs> in order mm. to reach people and assist them in turning their lives around through the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we ask for a special covering upon his life and his family's life. Lord, be with his wife and his children. And as he saves the world, may his wife and his children be alongside him so that they will receive the outpouring of the Spirit of God. I also ask, Lord, in a special way that you would be with him as he tries to conclude this master's um, so that, Lord, he can better be equipped for reaching our children. I pray, Lord, that you will open doors. I pray like you talked about a building. I also pray, Lord, that um, even courses at Newbold mm -hmm. and other Christian institutions would invite him in so that he could talk about real ministry and not just to preach the ministry. I also pray, Lord, that as he goes from school to school and from house to house, that you will be with him in a special way. That, Lord, he will not want for anything. I pray, Lord, that you will be with the request that came in um, in regards to the young man that hung himself and the other one that got killed. I pray that you will be with the friends and family of these dear ones. And Lord, the trauma that they are going through, I pray that you'll be there to comfort them during this difficult time. And I pray, Lord, that the scars that the enemy seeks to put on their lives because of this will be removed in Jesus' name. And that they will be more effective because you will use this as fuel to assist people for the kingdom. I pray also, Lord, that as we preach to others, we yes. will not be castaways. Amen. So send your spirit now to be over us. Guide yes. us throughout the rest of our day and this untried week. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. It is that time of the day. Coming up next is Curly Sue's Plant-Based Kitchen. God bless you. It's been myself, Ray, Kim, uh, Shane, and of course, Clarence Jackson, the Perposition Man. You take care. Some days it seems like it'd be easier to just let go. I know you're praying for a change, to see a sunny day. Nothing good has come your way for so long. You need someone to understand, this place your heart is in. You just want to dream again and believe. Yeah. Yes. 
have so much to live for. Remember what you prayed for. Give up. Dentist Radio London, inspiration for the soul.